You'll know Frankie Perez, of course, from Apocalyptica and working with Slash and working with so many other big rock bands and some metal bands. But he's released a new album, or he's about to. comes out later in June. It's called Across the Great Divide, and it's beautifully calm, cool, and really rather fruity in the horns department. He's also going to be releasing a documentary, which is about his um, him getting on his motorcycle and taking his music to people. It's lovely that you can see it on um, on the video, which is on YouTube for uh, the sync for the, the the song "The Great Divide," and it just has such warmth in it. So I was delighted to sit down with the gentleman and have a chat. And what a lovely guy he was. Here's how it went. Well, I'm really glad to have with me Frankie Perez, whose album, um, upcoming album, I think, although if that's not the case, I'm sure he'll tell me, um, is just fantastic. It's a combination of really laid back grooves and some really fruity, funky stuff as well. It's it's. I, I love that combination. So, Frankie, great to hear from you, and you must be delighted with the album. I, I am, and thank you for having me, Stephen. But the thing is, it actually came out three years ago. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried then for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It comes out June 24th, and uh, and yes, I'm very, very, I'm very proud of it. And, uh, um, you know... It's, I, I finished it a, a minute ago and, you know, it takes a long time to set up a record. So yeah. it's nice, you know, to kind of revisit now and hear from people's fresh perspective, what they thought, what they think about it. And that's, uh, it's really rewarding. I'm, I'm very proud of it. And so you should, because, because the kind of overwhelming feeling of it is that it's really warm and it's really organic and it's music that's come out of um, collaboration and having a good time. But, and, and that's kind of the easygoing nature of it. But, You've got some really fruity, I'll use the word parping, horns on there, which are really funky and, you know, adds, really add something. Yeah, you know, I, so I, I'm from and live in Las Vegas, Nevada, and, and uh, you know, I've, I'm, I'm primarily known as a rock singer. I've been a singer for hire for years and years. Yeah. But when, when I'm home, when I'm in town, I get to to explore my own things. So in town, I have a full 10-piece soul band. Great. That we do everything from Stax to Motown to James Brown to my original stuff. So I really wanted to uh, incorporate some of those elements into this album. But I didn't want to, I also didn't want to overkill it. I only put them in where, where they, the song um, asked or beckoned for it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, so it's very organic and honest performances. But I, I agree. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I love, I'm a horn guy. I, I, I think they, they can, if the chart is right and the players are tight, yeah. can, uh, can, you can, you can really add something special. That's, and that's a great phrase. If the chart is right and the players are tight, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, Steve, that's the first time I've ever said that, but I just wrote it down. <laughs> So you should, but you're 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 right in that. <laughs> yes, the the great thing is that you know it's really as I say it's really funky, but with it, nothing sounds forced, you know, and it sounds like you've got as you say you know a load of great players there, and and I and I presume that because you've done so much work and you're 
you know, you're a seasoned professional. Um, you you must have picked up a load of great players on the way. Is that is that the way it was? Yeah. So it's what's interesting is is that I probably performed about ninety percent of the instrumentation on this album. Right. right? Like from drums, to bass to yeah. But when I would when I would hear a song, like let's take for for example, there's a song on the album called uh, uh, "The Great Divide." Yes. Right. I knew there was a feel that I heard for that that song. Right. That I immediately thought of like Dylan, and luckily enough, my friend Matt Chamberlain was making a Dylan record at ah, the time. Yeah. Right? So he was all set up for that. So basically, he was in that world. So I contacted him. And he just shifted gears for a second and recorded the drums to that part. So pretty much when I would invite someone to perform on the record, it was because it it almost the song needed it and asked for it. And it yeah. was something that I, I felt that someone else could do more justice to. So another another player on the single, on the uh, the, uh, the radio single version of Maddie's Love Song, that's, that's Ash Song, another incredible drummer. That I immediately, when I heard that track, I was like, "That's the guy I want to go after." Yes. Sent him the track. Sent him the track. He loved it. He played on it. Um, Frankie Sidoris, who plays another Frankie. I always think I, you know, that we, we, he and I have. He plays uh, rhythm guitar for Slash. Yeah. And uh, he's yeah. A, another Vegas boy, and uh, and I we always say two Frank better than one. <laughs> and uh, and so there was another thing. It was like this Roy Orbison type song. Um, called uh, uh what gives you the right yes and i immediately thought of him and because he's such a a a, a fan and of, of tone right and such Ooh. a student of, of of music and and popular music that he knew when i gave him the reference he knew exactly what i wanted and literally the guy came into the studio and knocked it out in a matter of two hours that's great it's yeah so, i mean it, it also the, the, the kind of way it's produced sounds like it's not produced. It sounds like, you know, I, I was surprised when you said you played 90% of the of the instrumentation because it sounds like a band who just got together, plugged in and played, and that is a lovely way of of, of making music. It sounds real to me. It, it is. And, you know, and I'll tell you, like you, you, you said uh, you said it a little earlier, it's, um, it's nothing was forced. So I made a point that when... Look, I've I've made I've made records in the past for the big machine, right? Yeah. Where someone's breathing down your neck and they're asking for a single, and they want it to sound a certain way, and they want it to be able to fit in the radio. This wasn't that, right? Like I I financed this record myself. This was on my time, oh. and I wanted it to be I wanted it to be honest, and I wanted it to be a, a very organic uh, process and recording, and I wanted to enjoy it. So what I would do. Is I would sit down in my, I would only come into my studio inspired, right? Yeah. And then I would record, I would, I would write a lyric, I would sing a melody, I would play a drum part. But if I wasn't feeling it because it was on my own time and my own dime, now I'm, now I'm like, now I'm just rhyming everything. Um, I, I would get up and leave. Yes. Go yeah. do something else. That's great. You know what I mean? So basically, every time I pressed record on this album was, was, organically and honest and i think mm. that is what people and yourself is what you've heard it's it's an honest record from beginning to end top to bottom and even going back to the guys that that i that i that i brought on and the women the background singers that i brought on yeah if any of them would have would have 
would have shown me anything other than love for the project or the song, I wouldn't have even used it. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, it was, but everyone was so kind and so supportive of this. They knew what my mission was and how dedicated I was to it. That every performance is just beautiful. Like I, 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 I tip my hat to everyone that played on this album. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Who mixed it? The people who who mastered it. It was like it was a labor of love for all of us, and I'm and I'm and I think people are going to see that. Absolutely, and and it's it's so rare, you know, to be able to say, well, you know, I I only if I didn't feel inspired, if I didn't feel I wanted to do this, then I would I would go because you know I speak to so many bands who say, well, it's not exactly what I might have liked, but it's nearly there, and we had to do it because we had a certain amount of time. It's fantastic to have that freedom. It really is. It really is. You know, I you know, it's funny. I I. I was kind of given that freedom. And so in 2001, when I signed for the Lava Atlantic Records, um, that's when that was like about like about the end of the big budget record, right? Mm-hmm. That's when labels were making millionaires out of working class kids. Like yeah. that, those days are, you know, I mean, with, with the signing bonus. So they allowed me to produce the album myself. The budget was ridiculous. And I spent a year and a half making my first, my debut album. But then, you know, you go back and you look at that bill and you're like, yes. oh, man, that's insanity. You know what I mean? Like, but it's like what we spent on on little things like food and, and gear rentals. It was, you know, it was, you know, yeah. it was a seven figure album, you know. Um, so but those days are gone. Like you there's the budgets are minuscule. People yeah. don't have time. Everybody's doing multitasking and doing very different jobs. Engineers are trying to jump from one record to another, trying to get things done in a week or two, oh. you know? So the luxury of having the studio at home was, 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 a, was a godsend. Yeah. And, and to have, you know, whether or not it's a decision or whether or not it's, it's come about organically that, that word again, you know, to be outside of the business is where an awful lot of people are going now, which is, you know, which is in a way, you know, the, the kind of lockdowns and that sort of thing has changed. It was already changing anyway, but it's really changed the business and made people say, well, I've got the time to do this and I'm just going to do it myself. Yeah, no, it's it's not only that, and it's even, you know, I'm, I'm 46 and I, and, and, you know, people will huff and puff about this, you know, the, the TikTok world and, and these influencers and these musicians that, yeah. you know, with, with, with uh, no albums, but millions and millions of followers. Yes. I actually think I think it's pretty I think it's pretty amazing. Yeah. I think it's it, it's without them even knowing it's such like a punk rock ethic. It you is. know what I mean? Yeah. And and if any of that would have come out when these labels were just running the show, there would have been executives jumping off of buildings around the world. Yes. You know I mean? It's like yes. you know, but they they put a thumb they put a thumb on artists, and it backfired. Yeah. You know what I mean? They put a fat thumb on 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 creativity. And they put a price tag on it, and they and it backfired. And here we are. Now there's guys like me and a younger generation sitting at home making albums. I mean, perfect, uh, perfect example of that is is an artist like uh, Billie Eilish. And yeah. you know, it, I mean, that first that album is like you'd be damned to find anything as good as that Absolutely. in a in a in a major label uh, setting. It's like it's incredible. It's incredible. It was in a bedroom. Yes. 
Yes. And, and the great thing about the freedom is and people looking in different ways. I'm doing a great segue here, actually, Frankie, because and I'm very proud of it because I want to talk about the film you've made, which which is, which, you know, and I've seen the video, which is fab fabulous and really touching and, you know, and heartfelt. And to have the freedom to be able to take your music to different places is is extraordinary and a big step for you as well. It, it really was. And, I, and that, and without, you know, it's funny, the, uh, I, I did a little, I did a little acoustic record, like at the height of the pandemic by myself, it was called Sunlit 44. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's available everywhere, but that, that little record inspired the trip, right? That little trip, um, got the, the eye of a, of a production company that basically they love the entire concept and that inspired the documentary. And then in turn, the trip when I made the documentary inspired this album, yeah. right? <laughs> yes. And and the funniest thing, and the most one of the, the most interesting things about it is that I never set out, Steve. Like I never was when I was a kid. I was never like one of these days. I'm gonna make a documentary. <laughs> that was never. That was not even on. That would That wasn't even on. As we were making it, it still wasn't on on my periphery. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. So so what came from that was just this this very um in the moment film that is so beautiful and Ooh. so honest and, and, and really uh life-changing for me like i found i found out so much about myself as a person as an artist and who i was and who i wanted to be um and just compassion and and, and one of the greatest things that i that, that i that i learned about the entire thing is that you know it's, we live in a in a in a very polarized society, right? Like we are fed, yeah. we are fed from whatever side you're on. You're being fed whatever they want you to believe, yep. right? What that does it divides us. It divides us as, as a nation, as citizens of the world, you know. And but what I found on this trip was at the end of the day, people just want to be heard, right? Mm. No matter where they're from, they just want to be heard. They want to have a voice and they want to be loved. Right. Yeah. It's like you take all that other bullshit out of the out of the equation, out of the equation, and then you have the answer. You know, and, yeah. and that's what this documentary ultimately became. No, absolutely. And the thing is that you know, from the little bit I've seen, which is, which is, um, you know, the video, and I want to talk about where we can see the the, the documentary in a minute. But the, the thing is that you're right about being fed, and part of the thing about social media is that the algorithms will feed you what the social media thinks you want and that's understandable but just sitting with people and playing music it's not your music anymore like i've said this so many times once you play it it's somebody else's music and they will take what they want from that music and they won't be told what to think about that music you know it's not through any kind of prism it's just there and they can they can see it the way they want it it might be totally different to the way that you see it or you thought you played it but it's theirs then, and that's the beauty of it. Oh, 100%. And that's why, you know, it's funny you bring that up, that, you know, a little off subject, but it's, it's very, very uh, fitting with that topic. Is I, I try not to, I try not to tell people what lyrics, what my lyrics are about, yeah. right? I, I, my lyrics are very, very, like, just in your face and pretty easy to, 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 uh, to understand. But I never completely pinpoint what they're about because the listener including myself when i'm listening to music i make those songs about what i need them to be about yes you know what i mean 
and and it's like so for for me to explain it any different to you is is feeling the 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 experience from the listener, you know. Ooh. So that's what I That's what I. No, ab- absolutely, and you know, p- part of of the little bit I've seen is the is the kind of beauty and the welcoming and the way people leave that kind of experience with with grace and happiness and you know no one's leaving that saying well I wish I hadn't done that you know everyone's leaving saying well that that takes me somewhere and makes me feel good yeah man you know look I I I I I've been in very in, in very heavy bands with you know where the, the music take take you to a dark place and, yeah and 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 I, and I and I love that we need that as well you know what I mean like sure that could be hard you know and someday I'll I'll, I'll make another rock record and I'm sure I'll, I'll 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 dwell on some dark topic but I just felt coming out of I made a I made a conscious decision like like coming out of the pandemic and the division that we all had and, and the loneliness the loneliness we were all feeling. That I just wanted to put, I just wanted to put a be a small speck of uh, in this in this in the in the ether of something positive. Yeah. You know, I, and 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 I wanted this record to be that. Even the songs that are that come from a from a from a, a deep or, or even from a hurt, there's I, I I tried to find hope by the end of it and try to to, to, to give some kind of hope to the listener. Oh, absolutely. Because um, we we've been through enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and and that really comes across. And so, w- will the will the documentary, the documentary film, be out as a companion piece to the album, or is that coming out later? Or do, do you know when that may be be coming out? So the album comes out June twenty fourth, yeah. and then the the documentary will be out, you know, after at some point. Um, I don't have a release date, but it's finished. It's beautiful, right. and we have some some, uh, some strong partners. So I'm I'm hoping that I'll, I'll have some more news for you in a release date for for everyone soon. It's uh right. it's it's funny because it's the same title of the album. It's and and but they're 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 separate things. I wanted them to be able to live on their own. You know, the album's called Crossing the Great Divide. The documentary's called Crossing the Great Divide. Yeah. So hopefully it's one of those things where people listen to the album and then when they when the documentary comes out they'll be able to to piece the two together and kind of see where, where, where the marriage happened. Brilliant. That's that, that's a good way to do it as well, because one thing will feed into the other and it will, I'll use the word again, it will turn out to be an organic whole, which is which is really nice. And then, you know, people will see the documentary differently just to carry on that, that theme. You know, when they've heard the album, that will influence how they feel. And, you know, and when they see the documentary, will change things for them. It's, it, it's, you know, it doesn't put any barriers on it, which is lovely. Exactly, that's exactly no barriers. That, that's that's the uh, that, that's the uh, the ultimate message. No barriers. Yeah, yeah, and and it's it it's a great piece of work. The album, I I really enjoyed. You know, you can. It's lovely to spend time with, and that's that's what I what I want from from music. And as you say, you know, I, I love heavy music as well, but you know, I really need other stuff, and this really just fills me. Awesome. Thank you very much. Steve. That means a lot to me. And, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm very proud of it. It's, it's, it's nice to see that people are, are, are hearing it the way that, 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 I, that I do. That, that, that means a lot to me. Great. And it's lovely to, to speak to you. And thank you for taking the time to chat. It's, it's, that's great. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you, Steve. And I uh, hope to see you soon. Lovely. Have a lovely day. Take care.
You too. Bye-bye. Okay.